0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome down to this week's episode of Paddy Talks Golf, brought to you as ever by Seed Golf Boss at SeedGolf.com. I am rocking the STO2s as ever, the Pro Softs. And um, yeah, they've got some accessories in. They've got accessories such as, well, putting aids are the. Training aids, not accessories. Uh, training aids like the new potting mat and gates. Um, so we're hoping that the gates, etc., are going to be back in stock in time for Christmas. So um, get on it. Favorite as as a page. I have more information here and on socials as to when they're back in stock. Um, I have them here, and yeah, that new Scotty is being trained in quite well with those gates and the potting setup from Seed Premium quality at a price for you and me and that's what they're all about so give them a follow give them a share tell them your friends and tell your friends to use them okay Irish companies supporting Irish jobs and Irish families Um, and likewise you need to support my family too so if you want to get over to pattytalksgolf.com and buy yourself or by your husband or wife or partner or girlfriend or boyfriend a hat or visor or a Keelan-esque Rafferty bucket hat. You know where to go. Uh, over on Instagram, right? Before we get stuck in today's episode, over on Instagram, we're closing in on 5,000 followers. So hopefully, if you're listening to this back in 2022, we've hit that number. Um, but yeah, the reason you want to follow me is there's a big giveaway, right? Big giveaway for when I hit... When we hit 5,000 followers over there, and we have, um, think about a, a year supply of cheap Golf Balls. Um, that'd be nice, right? That's like 10, 11, maybe even 12 dozen. Um... P2 Grips, GX Golf Clubs um, I've got a stand bag from Druids A couple of hats from Druids Four balls in Cragstown Golf Club in Nace and Four ball in Heritage um, Designed by Savvy that, And a four ball in Laytown in Bettystown So, nigh on, yeah Like over a grand worth in prizes So, yeah, you don't need to tag people You don't need to share stories Do if you want, that'd be great uh, You just need to follow me So yeah, I'll just do a random generator um, I'll do it on, I'll do it on like Instagram Live or something, and we'll do we'll do a random generator and make sure it's fair. All right for all those prizes, uh, but you clicked. Hopefully you clicked because uh, the images and thumbnails and um, content. Our graphics that I posted got you here. Um, And you saw that it's all around this app, or this person called Graham Curry, and this app called Handy Caddy. Um, I met Graham on my trip around those golf courses in the north of Ireland back in August. And we sat down this week, because we got too invested in our chat around the course, didn't have time to, to stop for a cold one. Um, a pint of mother's milk around the corner in Castle Rock. But we sat down this week and we got this chat out and it really is fantastic, In ingenious, innovative, but what's the other word? Can't think of the other word. Look, it's, it's Saturday morning. Um, yeah, the child didn't really sleep much last night, but look at uh, ingenuity, that is the word. Okay, let's stop talking, let's stop rambling, let's get stuck in to the chat with Graham all about Handy Caddy. Roll it there. Keleth I mean, the production line was finished in Cary.
1: is it up graham i am ready to go
0: yes sir uh this has been done remotely we had the chance back in august to do it in person on the links in castle rock uh, but i had a pretty tight schedule those few days i barely Mm -hmm. had time to eat let alone chat but uh graham curry uh who are you and where are you from
1: yeah so uh i'm from where you visited up in uh in august up on the north coast of ireland Um, so I grew up actually around forty to forty-five minutes away from Casterock and those linksy courses, um, in a village called Eglinton. Uh, so a really small village, um, maybe population of about five or six thousand. Um, so maybe small now where I'm from. Yeah, I mean, you're probably like a couple hundred people where I'm from. So that's like the
0: metropolis. Where I'm from.
1: <laughs> that's like a city centre. Um. <laughs> But no, so I grew up there um, and I actually started golfing in a, a golf course quite close to that called Fahan Valley. Uh, so it was actually a parkland course. And I played there until I was about 12 or 13 and then went up to Castle Rock and started playing a bit more then. Very good. So, Brian, what would your earliest memory in golf be then? Earliest memory? I think there's actually photos of me when I was about three or four. I was out, I think it was in a family holiday down in Galway. Um and we'd sort of rented a place out for a week. And you know the sort of plastic clubs that you buy, you know, children to play about. My with. daughter has
0: them, they're downstairs beside the back door. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So I think I'd grabbed one of them and was sort of whacking the ball about the garden. And I think my granny was down with me. She said, Oh, he's he's a half reasonable swing, maybe get him out to play one day. Um, and then I, I didn't touch another real or plastic club for another 10 years. Um, and then one of my mates, he was going to the driving range one day and like I was more into sort of football and rugby at that time. um, So I was sort of very resistant to actually going to the driving range. And I said, oh, fair enough. I'll join you. Um, and I had like a, my dad sort of collected secondhand clubs. So we had like a rusty three iron sitting there. Oh, I, quality.
0: Exactly what you want to do. Hitting yeah. balls cold is pick out a, <laughs> a bladed old McGregor three iron or something. Yeah. Yeah
1: just hitting stingers in the first, first, uh, first time. But uh, no, so I grabbed the three iron. I was hitting it off the, the sort of size five tees in the range, like no idea what I was doing. But I somewhat enjoyed it that first day and just sort of kept at it then.
0: No, oh, Debbie, so the, the, the reason we're having this conversation is because you're kind of going all in on a, on, a, on a golf application. So contrary to popular opinion, maybe if people only tuned in last week and it was about, a fitness golf application with, with David Fitzgerald. This is with Graham Curry and the app is Handy Caddy. So um, where did that whole idea come from?
1: Yeah. So I, I suppose from golfing in Castor Rock, what that allowed me to do was become a caddy up there. Um, So like North American tourism has got pretty big up in the North and down South in the big resorts as well. Um, So I've been doing that since I was sort of 15 or 16. Uh, so, Obviously, it's a fantastic job for someone my age to do in summer. Like you're making pretty reasonable money. Like, and you I outside, put myself
0: through college on caddy money. Don't tell the revenue or the tax yeah. man. But yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, yeah. it's pretty decent.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've been doing that for sort of three or four years when I was about 18 or 19. Um, and then it, it sort of hit me that, you know, there's a lot of things in golf that have been digitized, like your tee booking that's sort of done all through a phone now um and the, a lot of things are going that way and then it sort of hit me you know why has the caddying industry not progressed in that manner um and then sort of thinking from my perspective like you're often running down to the club last minute maybe you know you said you need to be in the tea in half an hour so you're driving down the road
0: and this is know. like at five past seven on a saturday morning maybe or a monday morning worse again
1: <laughs> uh, there's there's some rough jobs i've been called down to um, time wise so, not the job itself time wise yeah
0: same or, ways yeah or your bodily condition wise <laughs> it could have well,
1: been difficult depends on the weather there's been some rough jobs in itself as well um but yes yeah, so it's from a caddy's perspective there's a lot of sort of disorganization right so you didn't know when your schedule would be and then uh i i went around and talked to a lot of golf clubs in ireland so i just drove to the likes of the Donegal's and the port Islands and uh had a chat with all the links courses up north and they were saying that they were still sort of operating in a manual system of writing their caddies down in a spreadsheet and phone calls um and obviously there is it is obviously effective it works um but i was just thinking is there a way to make this more professional or more professional um so that's sort of where the idea stemmed from um and then a couple of years later we've finally actually got the app up and running um to, obviously, I, I didn't come from a software engineering background, so I thought, you know, you have an idea. You sort of click your fingers and the app's live. But in reality, it was, it was a lot longer than that.
0: No, it's a good story. I'm going to go into it in a bit more depth in a second. Just to give people, because up until about a year ago, I knew of Castle Rock, but I didn't know where it was. Can you tell it? everybody who's listening um, where exactly Castle Rock is to give people like a, a geographical point? Yeah,
1: Yeah, so... If you think of the north of Ireland, you sort of have your um your west coast, so that would be like your Ballylifthens and stuff. Castle Rock is basically in the middle of the north of Ireland. um. So there's a nice little cluster of courses there. I know you played them, Paddy, but so you've got Port Sturt, Port Rush, and Castle Rock, all within a you 10-kilometre know, radius. Yeah. 20 minutes. So time, yeah. you, can, you can pick yourself a nice hotel for, for the weekend and sort of play all three. Um. So yeah, right up north. So What is the background then for yourself? You said you're not in DevOps, for example. So uh,
0: what did you, what's the qualification? Is college there or is it all from the fairways at Castle Rock that has been devised?
1: Unfortunately, I had to be be put through university as well. Um, So to be fair, I didn't really know what I was wanting to do going into university. So I just picked like the most general degree. So I did business management, um, which ended up being sort of handy because it, give me sort of a bit of insight into how to actually run a business. Um, and Queens University, which is where I went to in Belfast, they were very good, to be fair, as far as giving me support and maybe tell me where to go as far as getting funding or advice uh, whenever I needed it as well. So, so you had the idea. So what are the steps for
0: people out there? Like the golf industry is one of those other industries maybe people might listen to when they see that niche or that aspect of the industry, which can be optimized and improved. And that's where businesses come from and mm-hmm. um, how did you get it from maybe that walk on the fairway and you're saying it would have been great this morning or for the week to know what jobs i have or to give the caddy master the jobs i have or for the american or uh, uk tourist or the tourists to ireland be able to actually go and pick their caddies for the week how was it a how were you able to take from that idea whether it'd be the lovely pub in Castle Rock that we didn't get to go to together, but next time. You Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, or from the walk around the fair, where just, it is an idea. What were the steps that you went through to get it to become an actual physical, physically digital yeah. app?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a hard one. And, like, in that first year, I think, honestly, I didn't really know what I was doing. Like, I, I was going around golf clubs, and I think one thing I did well in the first year was I actually talked to, potential customers or people who would maybe use the app. Um, And I think a good starting point is sort of nailing down, like really what is the problem that you're trying to solve? If you don't have that, then you can't start building a solution. So I think from like talking to golf clubs, the pain point was, you know, this caddy program has taken me a lot of time to actually arrange. um, How do we build something to sort of solve that? Um, And then I think the thing that helped me out the most was, getting someone to build something as quickly as possible. And then that's your like baseline for actually testing. Um what I was doing at the start was obviously it was just myself. I didn't have a software engineer at the time. And you can sort of be quite internalized with your thoughts. Um and you know you may have an idea for another thing and you pursue that for a few months and you realize that's a dead end and you come back to the start. Whereas if you start you know talking to people either in a team and then there's a lot of great tools as far as like even designs you can make, like Adobe or Figma or something like that. You can create um if you're building an app, you can create like a, a wireframe or like a, a shell of what you're trying to build. So like it doesn't have to be coded, you can just create like screens. And that's what we did. So I think it was maybe the start of 2020. So this was before the pandemic hit. We created a, like a visual, it wasn't coded at the time, um, of the app and drove down to our glass to show uh, Paul Vaughan um, who's been fantastic as far as giving us feedback and I think once the golf club saw like a visual representation of the app and like a demo I think that's when it became real for them and actually they could see the benefits instead of me just talking about it uh, so I think the two takeaways for me is like build something quickly and just keep talking to your customers um, because you know, even from our our trial at our glass, like there's been a few features that they've mentioned that we could possibly add in to make the system better. Um, so I think I think that's our priorities at the minute. Just keep chatting away to the people that are using it. Chatting in feedback,
0: and and then turning around and being innovative, and and taking that feedback and putting it into the product. Right. That's um. Right. So you've moved from being inspired, right, uh, from your website back around 2018 to traveling around to different golf clubs end of 18, 19, um and kind of like, like you said, they're a wireframe pre pandemic. Um, is it just yourself, Graham now, or have we, have we built a bit of a team or, or how, how are things going through last year? And and we might get into how you navigated the pandemic with golf clubs being closed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll start getting flashbacks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so no, um, yeah, lucky enough. Now I have recruited a few other, uh, golfers to actually join the team. Um, so there was, uh, a golfer I met actually through a course I went to in Ulster University. Um, So a guy, Ryan, he does like UX design. So that was all to do with the sort of Adobe and the Figma side of it and producing the demo for clubs. Um, And I was actually recently, it was maybe four or five months ago. um, I was out in a caddy now in the Castle Rock and I got chatting to one of the caddies, uh, a guy called Jamie. And he, it was really weird, the synergy. So he actually went to my old school um, grew up in a very similar place to me and was a caddy and was technical. Um, so there was like a lot of things that we sort of had in common there. Um, so he's actually started working this um, sort of the last like four or five months. And I think without him coming on board, I don't think we would have had something live for this year. Um, but it was just his ability to build something very quickly was was great for us this year and we got something live. Oh, pretty so we have a live app and we have a, a startup
0: team growing. Um, Part of the application is actually a community for caddies to interact in. Is is that correct?
1: Yeah. So that that for me is sort of like a bit of a a long-term play Um, and just like sort of selfishly for myself, just trying to create something that, you know, caddies can go on and maybe see opportunities from around the world. Um, And maybe if you do fancy going to Florida for six months for a job, or, you know, if you want to chat to other caddies about what the industry is like elsewhere, um, than you can do. Um, so I know you were one of the early members of that and you're shouting it out on Twitter from day one. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's growing nicely. It's, it's sort of sitting around between 120 and 130 members. Um, and I do think there is a gap in the caddying industry for creating more connectivity. Um, you know, you you'd sort of see like pools of caddies working in Dublin and maybe they wouldn't know of job opportunities up north and maybe some would be willing to actually travel up for a few weeks to. To take a few bags up there um so i suppose just making the world smaller for caddies in general is sort of the theme of that one
0: yeah like it's a it's a fine example right. in that you know it works both ways that type of caddying community is part of the application as part of handy caddy is that it helps caddies get to know each other the market other jobs uh, opportunities perhaps but also it's like a feedback forum for yourself for the application right in terms of Aspects of the industry or, or challenges clubs or caddies may have, or that the client, like the golfer, uh, may have as well. So it's just nice for that. But for example, there's a lot of courses which, which don't have a caddy program, but they're neatly tucked away between big marquee courses. So they will be on someone's rota. So for the likes of one that stands out that it's going to explode over the next two to five years, there's a nine hole in Critch Island, you know? And that's very close to the Valley of Liffins and the Port News and the Rossapenas. Yeah. And there's nobody there. It's a one-man show. It's a, a guy, he, he's the greenkeeper, he's the barman, he's the receptionist. <laughs> you know, so that's a place that, thanks to your application, can you be able to link up with clients and make sure that Critch Island get their cut or whatever, um, or they're able to provide that extra service without necessarily having to invest in a resource themselves. That's just one. I'm just thinking out loud now, you know, yeah. um, and that's what that's what you're doing for people, for clubs, for caddies and for uh, tourists is you're you're providing that resource. You're providing that industry knowledge around the caddy system and courses. Um, how have tests gone with with clubs, especially given, you suppose, this year's is pretty con, condensed, intensive. Yeah. Um, year you know people's trips from last year condensing to this year next year it's kind of i was speaking to to Paul and to Bert um mm-hmm. Paul of our glass and Bert of Castle Rock that you know next year is kind of like three years of business wrapped into one yeah so h- how have tests gone in the likes of our glass and, and my own hinge i believe um mm-hmm. castle rock how've those tests gone um, and and the type of feedback you're getting from both club caddy and
1: client yep yeah, obviously, I mean, if you'd have told me at the start of last year that we would have any caddying going on this year, I'd probably rip your arm off. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty grateful that we got something going. Um, yeah, Le- Hinch have been a great supporter of it. Um, I think they were saying they were going to start using it at the start of next year, actually. I think it was just signing up the caddies, maybe taking them too long. Um, but we got our glass on board uh, this year for a month. Um, so, I mean, to be fair, the feedback from the caddies, um, was, was pretty positive. Um, we actually have one of the caddies using it that was in the community as well from the start, the guy, Rob Shearer. Um, and he said, it's been great for him being able to sort of set his availability, you know, four or five weeks in advance. Um, so then the club actually knows when he's needed and he was saying, he doesn't feel like they're, he's letting the club down if he can't make, you know, jobs in short notice, um, and we've been working sort of closely with the assistant professional there, a guy, Adam. Um, and he said it's it's been very good for him and saved a lot of time as far as the caddy program as well. Um, now, obviously, it hasn't went absolutely perfect. There was always going to be little bits and bobs that needed changed. Um, one of the features that they mentioned was sort of a quick scheduler. Um, so at the minute for arranging caddies, we sort of had, you know, your range of four ball at a time of caddies to go out. Um, but we ended up making a duplicate feature. So if there was a busload of Americans that came, say there was 30 of them, you could just do the whole thing in one go, um, which obviously saved them a lot of time. Auto-allocate type of thing. Exactly, yeah. Just speed up the process, really. And I I think that's... We're trying to speed up the process of arranging caddies, but also still keep it as, as accurate and effective as possible. Like, you don't want to be misallocating caddies, or maybe you... You know, a certain group wants a junior caddy or a senior caddy, and still being able to cater for that visitor demand. Um, but overall, I, I think I'm we're pretty happy with how it's going. It's give us a good bit of boost going into next season to get it into a few more clubs.
0: No, well, it's it sounds like a big value add from the customer experience point of view, so the golfer, and from the operational point of view, so that it is as seamless as it can be. Because I remember, you know, it's. A decade ago but even speaking to my friends who still caddy is you might get the phone call two days of the week and if you because life is busy and you have kids or whatever else or you might be a taxi during the day and and caddying three to four days a week or whatever you might be able to say yes because it's like it's in 20 minutes right yeah people think that maybe it's an Irish thing you know Monday I said no Tuesday I said no so maybe I won't get the next job yeah, you know, or maybe the caddy master is like well i ring paddy all the time and he's bloody never available so he'll be the second or third guy i ring now uh because he's not as dependable so that's really cutting out like Andy caddy is really cutting out that that necessary communication to find out availability in the first place and mm-hmm. um, because you know an american just rock up out of a tour and and, and say i want a caddy I'm tea off in half an hour what you got you know <laughs> so yeah. you don't want to let them down either because we you know they're paying a certain fee maybe yeah. for that that, exactly. for, that, for that course and you want to provide that the top experience you want from a, from a yeah. club perspective so it's definitely a winner from there. Yeah. So you basically have four well. customers right?
1: Oh, go ahead yeah. go ahead. Yeah, sorry sorry. I, I think as well sort of for the modern day caddy you know a lot of guys are in full time employment and they're trying to fit in you know caddying jobs during the summer so I suppose you know having an app that allows you to maybe schedule in jobs between you know maybe you're only available between 11am and 3pm so been able to fit that in within your life as well was something that the, the caddies had mentioned as well, which is sort, of, is sort of tying in with your point there.
0: So we've covered off like the, the value proposition for caddies, right? So you, you basically have like four, I won't say a revenue streams, but four people you provide a service to, so caddies being one, and golf clubs are the second point. So why should me as a golf club say, let's just say, I'm the new director of operations in the K-Club, right? Yes, it's over the road. What are you going to tell me? You're going to rock up and say you want a coffee with me, the new director or, or <laughs> the GM or whatever. Um, what, what's, the, what's the elevator pitch? Why should, you, why should me, the K-Club or whoever, look at Handy Caddy to take care of? What, what have you got to offer me, Graham?
1: Yeah, that sounds like a tough sell already. You're <laughs> going back against the wall.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're, like it's the back of a trade show or whatever, like the, the UK <laughs> golf show or maybe Florida at the end of January. Hopefully that goes ahead in person this year. What do you got to say?
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I suppose we've been lucky enough over the last few months to talk to the guys from BRS who had created their sort of T booking system, and it's been great to learn from them as far as how they started um their app, and I think it's what we've been trying to do is sort of convince clubs that you know this is sort of the way the industry is going, like everything is going digital. Um, and although we do see it as sort of like a caddy arrangement service, so you can sort of Schedule in caddies in advance, you can see all the people that are working in the day. It's sort of nearly like a an encompassing record of your caddy program. Um, a bit like BRS or a T time booking system is an encompassing record of who's played at your course, what time they went out, maybe how much they paid. Um so obviously from an administrative viewpoint, you know, instead of having stuff on paper and maybe phone calls, you'll have it on, you know, sort of one digital platform that you can log on to. Um so if anyone in your club or ask about your caddy program, you can just present to them All right. Um and then obviously I suppose from from a caddy satisfaction point of view, um if they're you know maybe the good caddies are sort of getting more work or there's some there's more quality into it. So um, you know, as you say, like people aren't feeling like they're letting down the club because they can't make certain jobs. Um and there's still sort of like a fair um, distribution of jobs between caddies. Um I I would hope that there's only benefits to be had from the program um so that's sort of like my my little pitch without going too much into numbers or or, or no, too no, <laughs> no no no
0: exactly no exactly right exactly yeah. right so i'm a bill or a hank or a butch or a jennifer or simon from london and i go north to ireland and i've i've been onto to bert and paul and um, and uh paddy down in the hinge, and i've mapped out my tour and now I've been told, oh, you can book your caddies on Handy caddy, You should go do that. So how do, how do I get set up as, as a golfer or as a tourist on Handy caddy? What's yep. the value to me?
1: Yeah. So that actually was our original vision. So when I started off, I thought, you know, it would be really cool if like a golfer could see caddy profiles and be able to sort of choose their caddy. Um, from talking to golf clubs, I think the most intense pain point lies with the golf clubs and the sort of admin side of it at the minute. So with this first product, that's what we focused on is just solving that problem. So at the, the rota and
0: availability. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So, so we're very much focused on that at the minute is can we help out golf clubs, you know, uh, obviously, you know, with the admin side of caddying first, um, we, we definitely are still considering the sort of golfer side. And I think that will be something towards the end of, next year that we would love to launch um even with sort of a few of the trial clubs is you know given the ability for golfers to choose. but when building product, I suppose if if we introduce the golfers now we would nearly have three users so we'd have the golf clubs, the caddies and the golfers tall cater for um and sort of getting back to like you know putting something out there, but it's you know we had to build like something that was functional but like relatively simple to start off just to get something out in the market. Um, But certainly, you know, down the line, there is potential for creating something where a golfer can go on, see, here's Paddy from the Hinch, here's his profile. Um, he's, a,
0: he's a two out of five star, little <laughs> experienced, it's been 10 years since his last, conf- I mean, confession slash <laughs> job. Uh, yeah, so it'd be great. Yeah, that's a great roadmap to have. Is that, and, and as a company, as a solution, you kind of want to serve the main pain point first, which thanks to your research you've identified is, the admin, the resource, um, the operations side of golf clubs um, and, del- and delivering that customer experience. And it's great to have a roadmap. But yeah, next is the golfer to download carry for maybe a quid or maybe for free if, uh, you know, in-, in line with whatever golf club or package or tour operator they're working with. It might be a nice value add for that. And they have to pick Porter Glinch or Graham Curry or old JD who's 72 and carries a single bag twice a week.
1: Yeah. And it's a
0: five-star caddy, you know, yeah. or wherever, and you
1: know. That's an interesting point as well, because you'd find golfers coming across here, they, they sort of maybe want different caddies depending on what their intentions are. So you get like a scratch golfer that would come across and say like, I want the best caddy in this club to, you know, help me shoot a score. Whereas some people come across and they'd have their, their pint of beer in their hand in the first tee and they're saying, you know, give me a young guy to make this fun and actually, you know, run after my balls whenever I hit them in the hedge. So like the, the people coming across, they have different, um, you know, they have different wants. So I suppose being able to, to, to choose your caddy would maybe help with that too. Absolutely.
0: We mentioned tour operators there. Is, is that something that's on the roadmap as well? Because that's what keeps this whole economy going is, is the tour operators like Northwestern and uh, EIGT. And, and, and there's many more out mm-hmm. there. What is there from a, maybe gaining a competitive advantage? Because it is quite a competitive market. Yeah. the golf tour business, not just in Ireland, Scotland, that uh, there's UK trips you can do. And, you know, look at America, you know, Bandon, Pinehurst, all these places, you know, that people yeah. go to for four or five days and, you know, want to have a caddy and want to have that experience that you could possibly serve. So yeah. is there something there on the roadmap for tour operators to yeah. get some value with your handy caddy as well? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a great point, Paddy, because whenever a tour operator sort of arranges the trip, like everything's in their control apart from their golfing experience. So they sort of let them off the bus and just pray. I hope it is a good experience.
0: I hope hope Paddy takes care of them today.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, you know, it's interesting that that's sort of like their last point of control. Um, And like, I have talked to a few tour operators over here and um, actually one that would work over in Scotland and, they were saying that they sort of dropped their, their players off to St. Andrews and you know, two of the caddies didn't turn up and one turned up drunk in the first tee. Um, and they were sort of, the, the clients, they were real rich Russian guys and they sort of fired them straight away because of that. But that would be quite Russian to kill someone on the first tee. Not kill someone that fired them. <laughs> A literal game of Russian roulette. Yeah. The first tee. Are you drunk? <laughs> <Spindle>. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. that sounds like quite an intense morning in Saint Andrews.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, but like, even hearing stories like that, it's from a tour operator's perspective. Um, we we are considering something, but I mean, I suppose the problem point, maybe from their side, would be that they are sort of taking a chance on those quality of caddies, and they don't really know what uh, service is going to be provided. Um, now, like, I've been a caddy in Castle Rock, and the majority of caddies are very good. Like, they would go out and do a good job. Um, but I suppose it's just that, that off chance that someone doesn't show up or drunk and then they're, they're, sort of a bad experience. So again, that's, that's something in the pipeline, um, for the future for sure. But, um, yeah, I think, I think an integration with tour operators in some way would, would make a lot of sense for us. Okay. So, so it's
0: your, like, like Fina poster a few years ago, a lot done more to do. Is that the current status of affairs?
1: Yeah, exactly. The looking at our uh, sort of pipeline there of products, it scares me what we have to do in the next year or two. Like, but I suppose it's exciting as well because you have a lot of work to do as well. So, um, happy enough.
0: When we were playing golf, you were, you were saying it doesn't feel like work because you are like it's your baby, right? And it, it doesn't feel like work because you're so connected to it. Is that still the case? Mm-hmm. You're like, no, i I just want to sell this now. <laughs>
1: yeah just you flog it off a the company now that'll <laughs> um no to be fair like I, I am very lucky like you know you'd see um a lot of people from uni you know they would they'd have went to a corporate job or something like that in their year after, and i I sort of knew that that maybe wasn't for me, and I always had a passion for startups and creating something um and to be involved with something in the golf industry is is just a whole lot of fun for me, like I really do enjoy it um and if I could work at this for the next three to five years, regardless of what it would generate, like I would be a happy man. Um, and I would still, I would still keep caddying during the summer as well. If I had a bit of time and uh, hopefully eventually I'd be able to use my own app. To, there, there's a few
0: millionaire caddies out there. You may be sure and they, yeah, they summer here and the winter in Florida and whatever, you know, there's, there's definitely a couple out there, loads of land and everything. Yeah. But um, yeah, so what what's the what's the main priority, I suppose, short term for you between now and next season? Mm-hmm. And then what's... what You've given us the long term just there. So what, what's yeah. what's top priority for you and then for Handicad between now and next kind of May?
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much the exact time frame we're working on because the caddying season starts in April. So um, there's a bit to be done on the product side. So obviously I mentioned that quick scheduler. So golf clubs could literally be able to see the caddies that are available for the day and then drag them into job opportunities. So that again would cut the administrative time down a lot from what our current product is. Um, so that's more software engineering responsibility, but I still have to sort of oversee everything. Um, where I'm spending a lot of my time in a minute is sort of doing the business plan and financial projections and all that stuff for um, a couple of years is uh obviously we've been talking to the guys from uh brs and um you know conversations are sort of going forward to see if they would be interested in being involved in something like this um so i suppose it's it's formulating a really good business plan going into next year so we sort of you know that roadmap is really clear for us um in three years time not only from a product perspective but also from my perspective as far as like sales and marketing and how i could sort of High in what we've built from the product to then go ahead and, and sell it to golf clubs and keep up pretty much with the software engineers if they do their job right um so a lot of time working on that and anytime i have spare i'll either be on the phone to clubs or doing a bit of social media promotion as well um maybe on linkedin or or something like that linkedin is is my main one at the minute
0: Oh, deadly, deadly. I feel like I feel like you've come off the elevator and I'm the dragon at the end of the day and it's like, "What are your numbers? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm getting girls
0: here. <laughs> well, no worries at all. Um, well thanks for the chat. It's great to learn of innovative young entrepreneurs like yourself who are making a dent, looking to make a dent in the industry in a different way, doing something different and um, being creative and you know um, providing value to, to the industry, not just for. A quick book but for for an experience and, and the service as a whole so graham the real question is going to start now are you ready for the quick fire q a yeah
1: I, I see them in front of me there I've been, ah, man. A think about it I,
0: the, on the zoom ones if i haven't copied and pasted the questions into the chat in time the, the <laughs> guests can see them so i wasn't on time today but so graham yep. is at a head start so you should have the first one prepared let's go what would your walk on song be yeah
1: to be fair, I actually have been listening to a bit of Metallica recently, so I'd probably go um, maybe Nothing Really Matters from Metallica, just to get myself nice and free going into the first yeah. tee, not there's really care too much. There's a good
0: intro to that one. Yeah. Gym or pizza?
1: I, I've just finished the marathon there, so I'm going to have to say pizza, and <laughs> Jim wait for a few weeks. Oh yeah,
0: Graham decided to enter a marathon like two and a half weeks before it was on, and he uh, finished
1: it. How was the time? Four hours, but my legs were in bits after. Oh,
0: it I've so never done. I've never done more than ten miles myself. And um, if you looked at me now, you wouldn't say I'd go ten meters. Um, hat visor or a Keelan Rafferty bucket hat.
1: Uh, just keep it simple with a hat. I would say. Happy Gilmore or Tin Cup. Happy Gilmore. Was it you said you hadn't seen Tin Cup? No, I've seen. I've seen Tin Cup. You've I've seen
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's I'm sacrilegious
0: good. stuff as a god for not to have seen a team yeah. cup. Um, <laughs> Lehint or Port Marnock?
1: I actually have played neither, but I'm going to have to say that I'm due this return leg down in Lahinch, so I'm going to have to, <laughs> have to go with your stomping ground.
0: Good man. Walk or cart? Caddy, I'll have
1: to say walk, of course.
0: Win the Open and win the Masters?
1: Win the Open. Instagram or Twitter? P- probably preferring Twitter, actually, recently.
0: I had a good chat there last night about the WHS class. Um, <laughs> get out that big wooden spoon and stir it. Um, and play or practice? Ah, uh, Play. No, Graham Curry, uh, let's just say we're after launching next May, and now golfers can use a app, and you're going out to celebrate. Um, and you can have it's, it's kind of lit like dinner at Graham's house. You're at the top of the table, and you have three seats down the left and three seats down the right. Who is at your dinner? Who's at the handy caddy candlelit dinner?
1: So is a six guest we're catering for six, here? Six guests. Anyone you
0: want. Wow. Dead, alive, celebrity, fictional, whoever.
1: That's a tough one. Um Do you know what? I have uh, I have been watching, he's been big in YouTube, I suppose David Doggins stuff, but if you've ever seen him, I think it'd be really interesting to sort of pick his brain. Um, I don't know if the dinner I think he'd be sort of dominating the conversation <laughs> in the dinner
0: depends <laughs> or, on the other five really now yeah. doesn't it like David is number one
1: that's true um, I suppose maybe people have just excelled in their field like I've always enjoyed the rugby and Brian O'Driscoll what he did for Ireland um, so definite um, maybe maybe Tiger Woods obviously of course has to be in
0: the last three that's the left hand side that's the left David, hand David, Driscoll and Tiger
1: yeah Oh, God. Um, maybe, maybe the three members of Metallica to play the music for them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good mind yourself. Good mind yourself. Graham. thanks very much for your time. I'll let you get back to, well, you don't do the coding, but I'll let you get back overseeing the coding and the, the business plans for Handicaddy. And the return on the hinge is upcoming.
1: Thanks a million. Absolutely, buddy. I have to get down. Thank you anyway for having me on.
0: That was Graham Curry of the App Handy Caddy, so check it out. If you're visiting the Shores next year, be sure to download the app and book your caddies wherever you may be going, whether that's Narnaport New, Critch Island, uh, Castle Rock, Art Royal County Down, Royal Port Roche, Lehinch, Doombeg, waterville Ballybunion, Trilly, Old Heck Ross Sale, K Club, Carton House, Port Marnock, Port Marnock Lynx, County Loud, Ross's Point, Carn, Enniscrone, Rossapenna. three of them up there. Need a few caddies <laughs> for that trip. So yeah, we're kind of spoiled for golf courses in this country. So I am really looking forward to bringing you my... Um, my chats with uh, GMs, directors of golfs and um, PGA pros in those few golf courses that I visited back in August. So they are upcoming and um, we might start next week. But we've had you and I, uh, you listening in your car or on your couch or on your walk with the dog or the kids or the baby. Or maybe you're listening to me coming down a fairway. Maybe you're listening to me in the gym. Well, um, first of all, thank you for pressing play. But we have been having a conversation this week all around the WHS So uh, the World Handicapping System, how it works, and really I've learned a lot this week um, about how it works, Um, and I'd like to get other people's opinions, or it might be just like one big monologue of other people's opinions and me speaking about them and around them next week, but um, yeah, so a WHS podcast and then insights and stories from those courses I visited around the north of Ireland. Um, I love Ian Levy. Don't forget to enter the giveaway over on Instagram. Don't forget to head over to paddytorscoff.com and join the timesheet for monthly giveaways. Uh, TJ Ford, not only did you win the south this year but he won the giveaway last month um so well done tj that's winging its way to you the g tech hand warmer um my walks and my runs of golfs on these frosty late autumn mornings and evenings well i don't have cold hands no more but that's it i love you and leave you this time i promise thank you for pressing play until we tee up again soon i'm paddy